Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are dealing with Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. Today, we are joined once again by Robin, Izzy, and Juliet. Welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having us. This is going to be your last minute with us, so you'll get a chance to to share all your final thoughts about The Little Mermaid. Okay. Um, Anything that you you really need to to express. Yeah. Um, We are discussing minute 73, which begins with Ariel saying no as Ursula picks up the crown. We maybe had a little bit of a a preview of that in our discussion Mm -hmm. yesterday. Um, And it ends with Ariel saying, Eric, you've got to get away. And throughout this minute, we see Ursula taking King Triton's crown and trident. Uh, Eric begins to fight with Ursula as well as Flotsam and Jetsam. There's some action, there's some combat, um, and Ursula is going to take control of the situation. Um, we don't see exactly what that means, but like she is, she's got plans. Yes, big plans. Mm-hmm. I love when she puts on the crown, she acts like a prom queen. The whole biting her lip, and it, it's like almost like she's about to say like, oh, you really like me, you really like me. I am the best. I deserve this. I think I'm a lot. And like, and like, she's like about to put on this huge speech to everyone in the kingdom. She's about to teleport to like the top of the castle and be like, "Thank you, thank you so much for this amazing, amazing element. Thank you, bravo, bravo, everyone who voted me probably." But the whole like biting lip, I, I I like the the. It just feels like she's like, oh, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's that excitement and and that edge of like, I can't believe it's actually working. It's just like like I I like to think that like Tryon and Ursula were great friends, and she used to live in the palace, and she wants that sweet life back. So, uh. And like she's like okay. I used to have a crown just like this, and it actually has powers in it, and like my old one did too. So I'm finally putting it back on, and I'm finally going into back into glory. The sweet life, huh? The sweet life she of Triton and Ursula. Is that has, like a show? She has no, no. really big, like floppy arms. Juliet would she be. She does. Juliet would be um, on that show if it was. <laughs> So it's interesting that the way you're describing Ursula's history. Have you consumed the the Broadway version of The Little Mermaid? I have with Ali Qualio. Is that how you say it? Yeah, the the kid from Moana. We saw the live. Oh, there there was the the live production that they did, but I think that was still. Primarily focused on the film. Yeah, there was the film version, and so there's a a longer version, which is the Broadway show. And yes. Ursula sings a song called I Want the, the good, good Times Time. Back. And she talks about living in the palace and how she wants all of that back. Oh, so I you see. basically described it all. Oh, I, I guess yeah, that. They, they listen to it on Spotify. I know they listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. Is that I, a song that sounds familiar to you guys? No, yeah. but I know I've seen bits and pieces from one of the Broadway shows. Oh, they watch a lot of YouTube, so they probably stumbled upon so it. So you've seen some of it. No, yeah, it was like with mom. This minute is really the minute where we see Ursula 
really go crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's all like good at the beginning and then she really goes crazy. So let's like build into what causes her to go crazy. Um, Ariel tries to stop her. Right. Yeah, that, that was actually one question I wanted to, to ask uh, my girls, if you don't mind. Uh-huh. Uh, now, now the whole thing where like we, we did talk about like, Hey, would we, would we sign the, sign our sign away ourselves easily, you know, to trade ourselves for our daughters. Now I want to know girls, if I got turned into a little polyp, would you get your nails out and go after Ursula? Yes. Cause that's what Ariel does. Um, I actually, I actually, I actually, my, I actually know where the rakes are. I would go and I would stab you grab a rake from the garage? Is that what you said? Or, no, I would grab mom's sharpest knife. Mom's sharpest knife. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's tow it back. It's getting a little, little too oh, intense. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. This is the one that um, love Ursula as much. <laughs> but this is, this is also the minute where we see the harpoon. Yes. Um, I did some research on harpoons. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so harpoons are really interesting the way that they're designed, like they're designed for fishing. Um, and the way it works is it's got like all the rope and stuff attached to it. And the wooden shaft is detachable. So when the barb goes into the, the fish, the wooden shaft can break away. And then the barb is just attached to some rope. And then you would use that to pull the fish in. And so it's not really designed to work like a spear or a single um, like weapon object. It You yeah. have to like assemble it every time. Yeah. It, it's to lure it, or to attach. I, I, you know, my, my harpoon experience is mainly from watching Jaws. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's weird that in this case, it like it, it, this is not super accurate because like it grazes Ursula and then lodges in the rock and just stays like yeah. wiggles like a spear and stays there. It's like, okay, I'm... one, that's super not how it worked Two, There is no way that Eric can throw that harpoon like that underwater to get it to lodge like that. Like it's going to slow down once it's in the water. You can't throw with force in the water. It's made of wood. So it's trying to float the whole time. Like, there, there are such things as as fishing spears, though, right? Yeah, yeah. like a, like a, yeah, a fishing I've, spear. I've but... seen some in in Survivor. Yeah, when you watch Survivor, or mm-hmm. or like when you watch something about. But it's um, really like it, it's called like spear fishing more than like the equipment. It's yeah. just like the way I'm trying to hunt fish is there's a stick with a point on it. Yeah, but this one definitely looks like a harpoon. Oh, this is a hundred percent like okay. supposed to be a harpoon. It's yeah. it's got like the one sided barb and everything, so that's like a, a fairly modern harpoon design. Um, so it can go deeper and lodge deeper into whale skin. Interesting and stuff like okay, that. Okay, cool. Wow. Uh, when the harpoon yes hits Ursula and it grazes her arm and it cuts her. So she's supposed to have, it's really dark, but she's supposed to have blue blood, which lines up with cephalopods. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. They have blue blood. They don't really like show much blood. No, it's like just a little bit and it's really dark. So it looks black because like you're in the water and Mm -hmm. everything is looking dark. But um, yeah, it's supposed to be, it's like a dark blue. I would say it basically just looks like an animated cut more than they're like actually getting into the blood side of it. Yes. And so it's just like, oh yeah, the how do we indicate that like they've been cut? We just do a darker shade of their skin. <laughs> yes, but they they specifically tried to use a a blue shade. Okay. An interesting 
thing came up came into my mind as I was watching this minute. Uh, interesting to me, at least. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just striking how they, you know they're all talking away, babbling away, and they turn, and Eric is throwing the harpoon, and he's speechless. And how interesting is it that now Eric is the speechless one underwater? He can't he can't talk underwater. Uh, he can't talk. Yeah, and so they're all talking, and he can't now. Yeah. Can he hear them? Can he hear them? Yes, he can hear things underwater because I've done it. And you can hear things it would underwater. probably be muffled? I can hear them like... like I, I suspect that mermaids and Sicilians have some kind of different ear structure. They have a special eyelid. It goes over <laughs> their ears. Um. But with an actual human who's never been half fish before, it's probably... He probably can't hear clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what's he wearing his boots for? <laughs> he can't swim in boots. <laughs> I, you know, it's just how he gets in the water. He's not thinking. He's he's trying to save his love. <laughs> he's like, yeah, boots are not ideal. He's like, I don't care about my stupid boots. I'll just save my love. I'm a prince. I can buy anything with all the rich I got. Mm-hmm. Just stop, just stop um, some, oh, God. Okay. And so... Okay. I assume that that Izzy and Juliet are not going to care about this thought that I had, but listening to the music. So up through like the previous minutes this week, some of the music sounded like the poor, unfortunate souls music. So they were like bringing in that theme into the score. But as Eric's like swimming up to the boat and Flotsam and Jetsam are chasing him, I think the music sounds a lot like the theme to Inspector Gadget. Personally. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm getting like a da 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 da. Like he he played it for me and yeah it sounds very similar. Like, Kester says a little bit and I'm like a little oh, yeah, bit. Yeah, it's probably not as much, but somehow in my I, brain I can't not hear Inspector Gadget from it. I think it's a lot I, more Greg being brought in, like the the Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah, the Pierre Gint Suite kind of sounds, yeah. which they had talked about like specifically as um the the Part composer fortunate souls well the composer was like inspiration for yes. music in general for yes. this and so you think it's some of that same kind of I tone, do um which is quite possible <laughs> it's very funny are, are you sitting here mouthing poor unfortunate souls to yourself no. or were you what were you singing one something from Into the spider verse never mind sorry <laughs> another, another another great wonderful movie, movie. Mm-hmm. one of my favorites also, yeah. also available as a movie by minutes podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'm just um, I don't like action. So when I we went on the movie theaters, thirty minutes, we saw it. I oh yeah, I got a little violent for Izzy, so we left. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh come on, it's getting to the good and 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 this is like, we are getting into the most violent portion of the film, yes. definitely. Yes. Um, and, and I think. As much as later this week is going to have something that theoretically is like more violent, I think um, that we have the most violent moment of the of the film uh, in this minute, like the the most like kind of grotesque and violent bit. And so let's let's get ourselves over there. Eric is swimming away after mildly wounding um, Ursula. Flotsam and Jetsam grab him. Somehow they grab him and pull him back under the water, which I feel like is unlikely considering how high out of the water he got. Yes. Like he was almost back in the boat. Yeah. Um, But they get him. Flounder and Sebastian, heroes, going in (laughs) to help. They're like, we got to do something. And I really like them. 
uh, coming they're in great in this together. They they like even though I don't think that they're really necessarily great friends. Uh-huh. They do work really well together, especially when they're on the same page. Yeah, like this moment is great. Like they both know, okay, got to go do a thing. It's going to be totally different things. And we each have to like do our part. And I just love that Sebastian like sees what's going on. He's like, okay, come on, let's go. Like we're just going, we're doing it. And they both know, yep, we've got to go help Eric. Um, yeah. We've got to get the the eels off of him. Um, Sebastian pinches. Pinches, pinches a tail and flounder just... Yeah. Like I don't know what to say. Slaps. Yeah, slaps with one his of them. tail, uh, like multiple times in the face. Yeah, and, and he's then so his, satisfied. He's so satisfied. He's just so happy. He's like, I'm getting it. I'm yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm being violent. Like Flounder <laughs> is like enjoying the violence a little bit in this moment. Oh, but yeah, it's more like a slappity slap. It's, it's know, more like it's, it's like a Three Stooges violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, and this is the thing that I think is the most violent. Ursula tries to blast Eric, and she ends up blasting Flotsam and Jetsam because oh. Ariel grabs onto her hair yeah. and pulls her yeah body backwards or, um, or, and, and, and throws up off a little bit, throws off the angle. But Flotsam and Jetsam just explode into little fish bits, and that's pretty gross yeah originally so alternate alternate version alternate we, version, have, we haven't talked a lot about it flotsam so. and jetsam were going to be destroyed okay however ursula was not going to have any kind of remorse oh oh interesting and then and then ursula's like no my babies mm-hmm. yeah because i think it because because it seems to me that this is the thing that pushes her over the edge is like, she feels like they have attacked me and now my poor babies are gone. And that's what like really makes her super angry. Like she was a little bit angry. She got some red in her eyes, like Corella Deville eyes um, earlier, but this is the thing that really pushes her over the edge. Yeah. I can't believe they show this though. There's like an eye following a piece of his jaw. The the <laughs> eye is the really creepy part. It's like, yeah. oh no, the, like those are the chunks of them. Yeah. Yeah. And she and I'm really glad that she is upset about it because like you said, Andrew, it does put her over the edge and she starts inking. Yeah, she starts and like grunting and snorting. Yes. Is she's just really furious because, like, her only two henchmen. I mean, so, uh, s- sidetracking a little bit, Andrew and I play, we have a game called Villainous, which is a game involving Disney villains. And each of the villains can have allies or henchmen, as you were, as you will. And, um, some of them have more than others. Like, Maleficent has a ton because they're all just her goons. But Ursula, only has flotsam and jetsam she has no other yeah like she is allies like like maleficent has an entire army and the um the the queen of hearts and alice in wonderland has a whole bunch of cards minions yeah and like ursula's just got two yep. just two people just two people on her side in the whole story it's not like they have any arms or legs they can just swim around and grab people that's about it right <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, like her, she says they're her babies. Like they're probably, I don't know if she would consider them pets or if she would consider them like friends. But like they were, they she did have a bit, a lot of, um, 
emotional connection to them, even if it doesn't seem like it when she yells their names at the beginning of the film. But yeah, she has connection to them and they've now been destroyed and they're probably just like her last bit of like some form of happiness. Mm -hmm. And now they're gone. They can't be brought back. Yeah. What? And like then like Flounder and Sebastian like jaw drops like yeah, so their, scared. Their jaws are both hanging open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when, they're so scared. When that happens, there's another moment with the rocks behind them as the ink is is filling, filling the, the air area. Uh, that is also definitely digitally processed, digitally processed mm-hmm. through a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was one of the very first um, animated movies that was using this digital effect to assist the animation. They usually use it a lot in the backgrounds. And this is one of the the most distinctive ones. Anytime they're moving around these backgrounds in three dimensions instead of two dimensions, it's really likely that um, that they're using the the computer generated um, graphics for it. And so the, the rocks behind Sebastian and, and Flounder, you can see as the camera moves, oh, that's a three-dimensional computer-generated object instead of just a, a flat background painting. Yep. And then we get to the surface, and Ariel has helped Eric. They are embracing. They're so happy to be together. Still but haven't kissed yet. Still haven't kissed. Um, not important. I don't know why you were bringing <laughs> that up right here. Like, um, trying just, to survive. They haven't kissed at all. Is it kissing? Well, yeah, that's the premise of the movie to a certain degree. Yeah. I know. Um, did you want them to like get up to I the surface know. and have their first kiss all salty and wet? Said they embrace. I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that they had not kissed yet. Okay. <laughs> haven't kissed yet. Um, and, and I mean, this is essentially where we're ending, right? We don't know exactly what happened. Well, I mean, we do know what's happening to Ursula, but... If you're um, following us only one minute at a time then, through, on this journey, yeah. uh, then we don't know what's going to happen. Interesting way to to consume this podcast, mm-hmm. but yes, we don't we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they've they've reunited on the surface. Meanwhile, down down underneath the water, Ursula has sprung a leak. <laughs> yes, um, and <laughs> and I so they're like they seem really committed to each other. For having not had a conversation ever, <laughs> I'm not going to leave you again. Like that's like okay. Like I think what, that might the be, third that time tomorrow, Ariel but... has f- fourth time Ariel has spoken to him, mm-hmm. and like th- they really need to like they need to assess the relationship. They need to see what's going on. They really need to like clear this up. So they really should just be focused on survival right now. Not like I'm not going to leave you again. It's like how about survive. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Especially because he's a human. In the water. In the water. With a sea witch. Yeah. Someone's got an advantage. And and like a super strong mermaid. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I know we're getting into like what happens, but they should really be focusing on like, okay, let's get away. Let's get away. Yeah. There goes all of Ariel's sunken sea chip she hasn't All right, all right. They can, they're not ready to talk about that. I just let the movie carry on because... <laughs> you're letting the movie run from this point on. I, I get you because every time we're watching our minutes, I'm like, oh, we can just leave it on. Um, I don't know if you did that with Karate Kid, but... 
No, no, I'm very, you know, I don't have kids on this, on, on Karate Kids. So, uh, th- these two are not usually my co-hosts. <laughs> um, so we should give you guys a chance to... to well, is that everything you have to well, say yeah, about any, this Any minute? particular details about this minute? And if you don't have any specifics, then um, we want to give you a chance to just talk about your general feelings and experiences or any memories with the little mermaid um, for a few minutes to, you know, is this one important to you? Um, Yeah, there was actually just one tiny note and I forgot to mention it when I was talking about how it's interesting that Eric now is the one without the voice underwater. And I thought it was pretty interesting how when he comes to the surface, he, it, 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 almost mirrors his the, what Ariel does when she comes to the surface and gets that big breath of air, like the iconic mm-hmm. the, the, the first human breath. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like it's almost mirroring that, I think. I think that the, that's what they're trying to do, at least. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, here, I'm going to pause this movie so they'll actually talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, girls, is there anything else about Little Mermaid or even the sequels. I know Melody is a, a big, we're big fans of Melody in our house, right? Yeah. Yeah. We used to play more um, um, Melody and watch the movie um, Melody um, on our dad's bed and our mom's bed and there's a TV in the room so okay. we watched it on there. And the Disney Plus came out and we went crazy and we watched all their movies. Oh yeah, we were very happy that Disney Plus had the Little Mermaid cartoon even. Yes. That's a really big benefit because it was not easily accessible before. Yeah. Yeah, there's a series of Little Mermaid that takes place before this movie happened. And I like don't know what happened because like I'm like in the in the like series like there's no like like, it's confusing because, like, is this before or after? It takes place before. Yeah, the, the animated series is adventures before the movie takes place. Mm. Very cool. And, of course, wasn't Ariel in a, a Ralph Breaks the Internet? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool to see her yeah. there. It was cool to see all of the princesses fighting. And... and and Jody Benson, um, the person who originally played Ariel, voiced her in Ralph Breaks the That's right. Yeah, they got all, all most of the original princess voices. They got everyone that they could, basically. Yeah. I do feel I the one of the. I don't know if I could call it a big issue. I felt sad in Ralph Breaks the Internet that they didn't use all of the singing voices as well. Because several of the princesses have a separate singing voice from their spoken voice, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that's for like Jasmine or Pocahontas or Mulan, the singing voice is maybe something that people have had more exposure to overall as yeah. far as their their voice because of the soundtracks and yeah. the music. Like Disney music is a whole thing, and so hearing that singing voice would have been also nice. Um, and I don't know if they had cameo appearances, yeah, in that yeah. one. Well, we will have to when we get there. When we get there. there. Because Walt or Wreck It Ralph is part of the Disney animation, which is what we cover, not Pixar. Yeah. And so we'll be able to talk about that in 
some years. 20 years? <laughs> what are you going to say, Jules? I have almost all of the Wicked World Fixed Internet um, D- Disney Princesses Bobbies. I have the Area One. I have. What 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 little mermaid toys do you guys have? We have a lot actually. We have clip ups. We have a picture that goes in our playroom. Yeah, we have a nice animation cell of uh, so, mermaid hanging. It's probably just a reproduction. Oh, that's pretty cool. A bunch of bobbies are cool. Oh yes, yeah, about some stuffies, right? Oh yeah. a lot. I have a Disney stuffy of course. She got a Disney little mermaid stuffy from. So earlier, one of you said that Ariel was your favorite princess. Oh yeah, it was Juliet. And it, what? What about Izzy? What's your favorite princess? Well, I really, I when I was younger, I admired Rapunzel, and I really don't know. I feel like it's still Rapunzel, and I thought and you Moana. said it was. It's mo- oh. It's but mostly Rapunzel and Moana. I thought you said it was. Oh yeah, Belle's my first. Yeah, Belle's my favorite. Belle's my favorite. Rapunzel was Andrew's when we met. Is he? Is she still your favorite? I have not thought about it very hard Um, (laughs) since we've been doing the podcast. It's hard to think like because when we were in the midst of Snow White and talking about Snow White, then we're like, Snow Snow White's so great, and now we're like, but Ariel's so great, and so it's kind of tricky to try and decide favorites yeah, um, I'm, I'm and um izzy izzy has a look at wealth breaks the internet bell anyway uh <laughs> and uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys could go on and on about the the toys that are available all the toys uh i think mine was rapunzel for a while but i also uh i kind of love merida as well but it's what like she, she's a uh, mulan's great to too mulan yeah yeah mulan's great too do you have any background specifically that you want to talk about with with little mermaid or disney animation specifically i was trying to uh think of it um i did I see this movie in the theater? I was 14 when this came out. Uh, I know I saw Aladdin and that was, I think a year later. Um, but pretty soon after. Yeah, no, no. I mean, this was, this was great. And I love, uh, I love the, I, I don't mind. This is one of those Disney movies. I don't mind if the kids are playing it over and over and over again, you know? So it, it works for you on repeat too. Yeah, and I, you know, and I especially love now that we have Disney plus that, I mean, we've, we've got this on Blu-ray uh, but I don't know, something about Disney Plus that they really um, did a great job with the HD uh, component. Yeah, so, it's real crisp. And right. and also having things on streaming is just, it's so much easier than having so to get convenient. your DVD out and putting it in the DVD player, even if you still have it, which is fine to have a DVD copy of something that's on streaming. But like, but it's just so much easier to just. Pull it's really it up. convenient. the The ultimate downside, especially for you know the podcasters, is they don't have the commentaries and all the extra features. Yeah. So that's the, the big advantage that we have out of our Blu-ray copy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but maybe someday they'll just like transfer it all over and say, "Okay, yeah, we'll give you all this extra content." I guess people will watch it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I assume if people are listening to us, like you probably should have watched the commentary on it. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think we have. No. 
We love special features, uh, but they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if we've actually seen the commentary though. We haven't seen the commentary because usually it's the commentary is you put the movie on and you can't you can't hear what they're saying. And as for kids, it doesn't it just doesn't work as well for them. It's not as interesting. If you can, not not quite as good. Yeah, yeah. But someday they'll grow. They'll grow into their commentary phase. That's right. <laughs> right. That hits sometime when you're. When you're a teenager or a young adult, where you're like, I just want all this info. <laughs> um, well, any any final comments that you guys have to make? You know, it's going to be your last your last chance on this film to to say anything. Well, Juliet went off to get something. So. She decided she needed Q-tips, so Juliet yeah. is gone. I was <laughs> hoping she'd sing for you, but she won't. Man. She's not going to today. It's okay. We can't afford the copyright. <laughs> also, our our daughter has a hard time singing for in public so we, mm-hmm. we we get that yeah yeah totally understandable uh what, what else izzy did you have anything else to say mm-hmm. i think i'm good well not really no and don't really have any anything to no. say okay well if you come up with more to say you can always start your own podcast about the little mermaid <laughs> there you go is well that's impossible you you have permission from us <laughs> Yeah, the problem is I kind of don't need your permission. I need his. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much for having us on your podcast and having Izzy and Julesy have their first podcast experience being on a Disney podcast. I think it was perfect. Absolutely. Thank you for for being our guests. Not th- not this movie, but thanks for being our guests. <laughs> That's all we have for you today, listeners. We're part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There you can also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. And for the last time, our guests can be found at... Uh, Karate Kid Minute, Friday Night Minute, and My House. And we want to thank uh, Nick English for our artwork and Scott Tofty for our theme music. Until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world. Bye.